Small businesses are the backbone of the American economy and here in Michigan, but only 50% will make it five years in business. On Mitten Money, host William Zank will focus on helping Michigan-based business owners with the tough questions that will help them succeed. How do I expand my business? What options do I have for retirement? How do I move forward? Having worked with small business owners throughout his entire career and with excellent attention to detail and strong analytical skills, William Zank of TriStar Trust will unearth answers to these questions and more. You can subscribe to the podcast and learn more about how William and the TriStar Trust team can guide your small business at TriStarTrust.com. Good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of Mint Money. This podcast will focus on helping Michigan-based business owners find the answers to the tough questions that will help them succeed. This week, we're excited to have what's the first of many servicing episodes. These episodes will feature a firm that helps other businesses and their operations to help them succeed. Our first guest is Todd Gregory, who is the current Executive Vice President and Chief Lending Officer at First State Bank, headquartered in Saginaw, Michigan. Todd has been involved in banking and business financing for most of his 30-year career, serving in many leadership and volunteer roles across the state. Without further ado, welcome, Todd, to Mitten Money. Well, thank you, William. I appreciate both the invitation and the opportunity to talk today. Well, that's great. I'm excited to have this conversation. So tell us a little about yourself. I know that you're a fellow Chippewa graduate yourself. And so what's the path that you took once you graduated college to where you are now? Yeah. As you mentioned, a Chippewa graduate, graduated at Central with a finance major and a business administration and economics minor, and would share that banking was kind of always a strong interest that I had going all the way back to sixth grade. I used to charge my sister interest when she borrowed money from me from getting a, an allowance so I, I had an emphasis in finance and banking and was hired directly into banking out of Central Michigan University. I started with a bank by the name of Fort Wayne National Bank down in Fort Wayne, Indiana, about a $3 billion bank. So good size kind of regionally in Northern Indiana. And I started there as a credit analyst, stayed in that role for a couple of years, then became a senior credit analyst and then eventually became a commercial lender. I enjoyed five years at Fort Wayne National Bank, great organization, obviously built the foundation of who I am kind of today as a banker. A couple of things happened really close to each other. So we decided at that time to make a move and come back to Michigan. We settled in the Detroit area and I went into the kind of financial services investment industry, spent about a year there. And through actually that job, I was courted by a growing organization to come in and essentially take over their finance. And so I stepped away from that and became a controller for that company. Spent about five years there, thoroughly enjoyed it. But what I found over a period of time was I just really missed banking. Kind of going back to my comment, just banking has been something that has always been an interest for me. And the other aspect of it is I really missed the customer engagement. In commercial banking, in all of banking, but definitely in commercial banking, the opportunity to spend so much time with a vast party of business owners across all kinds of business interests and aspects, you just you get exposed to so much. So I left as a controller, and at that point in time, which would have been 2004, I joined Citizens Bank. Citizens Bank was at the time the largest Michigan-based bank. It was headquartered in Flint, Michigan. I joined them and was responsible for the commercial commercial banking for essentially 
the Cadillac market, if you kind of drew a line from Lake Michigan over to Lake Huron, I was responsible for Cadillac North all the way up to uh, Sault Ste. Marie. I was stationed in Gaylord, where I also was the community president and remained in that position for seven years and was asked in 2011 to come down to Saginaw and take kind of a bigger leadership role. I would share my wife is born and raised in Saginaw, and this is where I schooled. So, you know, it was a pretty easy transition for us to come back to Saginaw. So I came here with Citizens Bank, became a manager, eventually a regional president, and managed a geographic area that included Lansing, Jackson, the Saginaw Bay Midland Market, and then all of the market that I had up in northern Michigan. Remained in that position up until the time Citizens Bank was acquired by First Merit Bank, which was a bank out of Columbus, Ohio. Made my way through that merger in fairly similar role uh, on the other side of that. Fast forward a couple of years later, First Merit was acquired by Huntington Bank, and I remained with Huntington Bank at the time, again, in a very similar role. What I did find as I went through both of them, I just felt that it just wasn't each growth jump that we took as a bank, the area that I was in became a little less significant to the overall organization. And it's just really meaningful to me to be a community banker. And so with that, I had a great opportunity to join First State Bank back in 2017. For those who don't know First State Bank, we are headquartered, as you mentioned, William, in Saginaw, Michigan. Pretty young bank, actually. We were started in 2004, about 400 million in size. So truly a community bank. And we largely do business in three counties, Saginaw Bay and Midland County. So I joined in 2017 as the senior lender or senior business manager. And and then in early 2020, took on the role, which I filled today, which is executive vice president, chief lending officer. And my umbrella of responsibilities are the business lending area, the residential mortgage area, our branch and branch network, our government banking, and then also our marketing. So if you take a look at all of those, those divisions, really most of that is customer facing, and that's kind of largely what my role is today. So it sounds like for a lot of your career, you worked for larger banks and organizations, and then to where you are now at a smaller, more local community bank. Do you feel like being able to work at a smaller community bank, you're able to connect more with that individual community that you're located and headquartered in? As a community bank, what I guess I would say is our success is built and largely relying upon the Midland Bay and Saginaw markets. If you're a larger bank, you may not be as vested in that because you cover such a bigger area. But at the same time, what I would say, though, is there are a lot of larger banks that are in our marketplace that have individuals that are very connected and give their time, talent, treasure to organizations and leadership roles within the community. And like I said, a lot of banks ask their colleagues to do that, but it first starts with the individuals. Switching topics a little bit over to small business, what are some common things that most businesses don't know about financing? Something common that we may run into from a business lending aspect is when we talk to whether it's a current business owner or somebody that's looking to start up a business, if they are looking to do real estate financing, many people think that when you come in and look at real estate financing, that you're going to get a 30-year fixed rate on a 30-year amortization. That's how certainly residential works. And the reason the way that works in residential is most banks 
underwrite their loans that can form for them to be sold eventually. And so by doing that, the bank does not hold on to that interest rate risk of whatever that rate is. And then certainly we're in a low rate environment right now. When you get into business lending or commercial lending, the bank holds on to that debt. So, I mean, it's, it's on our balance sheet. And so because of that, we will, the amortizations tend to be shorter, typically up to 20 years, as opposed to 30 that you find in residential. And then from a rate standpoint, you'll find the majority of the time, the rates are fixed for a shorter period of time and typically up to five years at a time. So for instance, if you were to do a business loan on a building, you potentially get up to 20 years of amortization on a five-year term. So after five years, what it does is it matures or balloons. And then after that, whatever the interest rate environment is at that time, it kind of resets itself. So there's a little bit less rate risk as it relates to the bank. And so, you know, that's one thing that we run into that maybe sometimes is not known that one of the things that I had thought about. The other thing I would share is really kind of more just philosophically or conceptually as you look to approach a bank or work with a bank, and I can't stress this enough, is the better prepared you are as a business owner or potential business owner, the better chance that you're going to get the result that you're looking for. There's different stages of business and so forth. And what a bank or a banker is going to look for in that business owner or startup business owner is that, you know, they've just done a lot of their own legwork to be prepared. I'd always recommend to a business owner or again, someone that's looking to start maybe a business up, surround yourself with experience and expertise. A good banker will go a long way, a good CPA, a good attorney another business associate, maybe somebody that's owned a business for an awful long time that they've got something to offer to your process to kind of help you. And again, help that individual or individuals get to the, the either to the outcome that they're looking for. Can you tell us a situation or an example if someone were to line up with, you know, maybe someone who wasn't as experienced in those topic areas, what could potentially happen? Preparation is critical. You know, William, there's so many aspects of preparation in terms of what we do. If you're going to step into a, to a meeting with a customer of yours, you probably have less success if you wing it versus you walk into there fully prepared, thinking about what type of outcomes you want from that meeting and so forth. And then there's always the aspect of just simply trying to earn the respect and the business of the person that, you know, or individuals you might be looking for. And there's so much of that just applies to everything that we do. And then certainly banking. So for the ability to be better prepared to come in to demonstrate that, hey, it's a thoughtful process. We've considered this, this, and this. I've sought input from partner A, partner B. Those are all things that help better prepare, provide advice, knowledge. And those are, I mean, those are all other professionals, but then there are also resources out there, you know, We are incredibly fortunate to have three universities in our area, Northwood, Saginaw Valley State, Delta College. There's resources there that can certainly be used as well. And then a couple of things that I kind of jotted down was, you know, the PPP, the Paycheck Protection Program, has probably put a little bit more light on the SBA than perhaps had been out there before. And I would say that... In past, SBA perhaps had some negative feelings that you might get from a business owner. But as a business owner, I'd be very open to potential SBA 
to be a partner with your bank and your banker to provide some type of, you know, whatever you might be looking for from a standpoint of getting a loan. So during that, you mentioned the PPP program. That's a recent program through the federal government enacted with COVID in mind. Is that correct? That is correct. We're now in the second round of the Paycheck Protection Program. Do you mind talking a little bit about that from the bank's perspective? I guess, what has your experience been with that? So fundamentally, it's been a lifeline for business. Whether you're a small business, whether you're mid, whether you're large, it has been critical to helping companies and really, I think, you know, keep individuals employed, help with costs like rent, utilities to keep your establishment open. And certainly, I think at the time the first round came out was really trying to kind of bridge a time gap under the expectation is, okay, we're in a pandemic and to help businesses get through this period of time, of course, not knowing just how long it was going to take. And so now we sit here today in in a second round because we're still in this pandemic. But I think we all feel a bit better, hopefully, or positive about between vaccinations and catching up to it medically, that we're closer to the end, hopefully, than where we've been at any point in time. So so great program. You know, from a bank perspective, First State Bank, our first round, there are a lot of that PPP data is out there. It's public for people to look at. What you would see in the Bay City, Saginaw, Midland market, your $400 million community bank, First State Bank, we did the second most PPP loans of any financial organization in this marketplace. And we are incredibly proud of that. And I would personally tell you that first round was probably one of the more chaotic times I have ever been through. But I would also tell you it was probably one of the most personally fulfilling times I've ever been through because you just understood that you were doing something to help so many businesses and frankly, and so many people that those businesses employed. So we, you know, we've got a business lending team of six here. Everything that we did, I think what you'd find is a lot of the bigger financial organizations, they created some type of electronic portal and they would send customers to and so forth. Here at the bank, we did everything through what we're doing today, physical conversations with customers, walking them through applications, walking them through some of the instructions and so forth, getting it, reviewing it, going back, tweaking things. And then once we had a completed application, we were going in and hand inputting every single one of those applications that we did. And then as we got to the forgiveness piece of it, we did the exact same thing and we're executing the exact same way here at the second round of this. So it's been, again, incredibly professionally fulfilling to be able to help so many businesses. And again, I, it's been a very meaningful program. So from your answer, just a couple of things that I was kind of taking away, it sounds like being able to help walk people through those applications and provide that additional customer service really helped your bank out. And not, not only your bank, but also the local community too. You bet. Yeah. I mean, because the fact of the matter is, us included, we were dealing with the new program that was brand new. And so it was critical for us to become kind of the expert on behalf of all of the businesses that we represent in this marketplace. And so we needed to be a resource to them. So as details came out, we were doing everything that we could to stay on top of it. We did some things during the process, William where we were regularly shooting out messaging to our customers. We did a PPP video, which was about 35 minutes long. It was an instructional video as to how to fill out the application. There was a spreadsheet that was there. So we really tried to do everything that we could. We put information out on our website. We directed people 
to our website. So we just, we really tried to be both an expert and a resource for the businesses in this area. And, you know, I candidly would say, while we helped hundreds of our customers, we also helped hundreds of non-customers because they were struggling to get something done with their own bank or get access to somebody that could help them. And we so much appreciate a lot of our business partners out in the marketplace, whether it was a current customer, whether it was a attorney, whether it was a, an accountant in the area that referred them a prospect to us that we could help them. Everybody that we helped was in the Saginaw Bay and Midland market. We're proud of the impact that we had for the business businesses within our Tri-County area. What does First State Bank do that's different from other institutions? So I, I know we mentioned the customer servicing aspect. Are there any other things that we can glean from that? You bet. Three words are going to kind of come to my mind. Well, maybe they're not necessarily three words, but the first thing I'm going to say is First State Bank, again, your community bank, accessible. Your team of bankers are right here in Saginaw Bay and Midland County. We don't have a 1-800 number for you to call. If you want to speak to somebody on a residential mortgage need, we're not going to send you to another part of the state or another new another state. Truly, your banker is going to be in Saginaw Bay or Midland County. We're headquartered here in Saginaw, so probably a pretty good chance that who you're working with is located here in Saginaw in the First State Bank Tower right out here by the mall. The accessibility to the people or individual that you need to help you with whatever you're looking for from a bank, we're right here. The other thing that I would say is, as part of that, you also are going to be able to work with people who are decision makers. You know, I mentioned business banking is part of my umbrella responsibilities. Our business bankers have authority to do things that you would find that a lot of other banks don't empower their bankers to do that. We do that here. And then for some reason, it takes some type of bigger involvement from other people at the bank. Again, the decision makers are all still right here. I'm part of the senior management team. The entire senior management team here is located in Saginaw. So you've got accessibility and you've got accessibility to decision makers here at First State Bank. And then, you know, William, you mentioned it, customer service. I mean, that obviously, that is a, a significant focus for us. You know, customer services, we all strive for that, right? In your business and in banking, anything that you have customers facing or you rely upon your customer for success. I'm proud of the way we deliver customer service because it is so personalized. But at the same time, we also understand that today to do business in 2020, even more so, you're not as connected as potentially we've been in the past. So Customer service also means making sure that we've done all of the right things from a technology standpoint to make sure our customers stay connected to the bank, whether it's through a pandemic or just simply because of the fact that this is a, an easier way of doing banking. So we do things like you know online banking, various tools that they've got that accessibility to the bank or to the banker that they individually are looking for. And then the other thing that I would say, and I don't know how widely known this is, but we are very unique in this area as a bank. And when I say unique, we are the only bank headquartered in Saginaw Bay or Midland counties. The banking, obviously, environment continues to change. But the other thing that makes us even more unique is the fact that we are a business bank. So, you know, William, when you look at traditionally the other financial organizations in our marketplace, what you find is most banks, 
have a mix between business and retail and retail meaning they service the consumer. And what you'd find usually with an organization, a financial organization is that they tend to be 50, 50, 60, 40, somewhere in there. That is kind of their focus. There are some exceptions. Credit unions may not be as involved in the business where they may be more heavily weighted towards the consumer side of banking. We are very weighted towards the business side of banking. First State Bank was started by a group of businessmen, not bankers. And so the focus simply was, we need to start a bank, create a bank, have a bank that supports the business in Saginaw Bay and Midland counties. And so when I talked about a 50-50, 60-40 split, ours is about 90-10, William. So what that means is where we direct the majority of our resources and where our greatest attention lies is on the business banking side. We certainly offer things to the consumer. We do residential mortgages. We will do car loans, different things like that. We have individual deposit accounts and so forth. But the majority of what we do is really catered towards the business in this area. And so with that, we've got some unique things that we offer to businesses, like we do free courier service to our business. There are a few rules that apply to that, but we do free courier service. We will come out and pick up your cash checks, things like that, so that you don't need to make a run to to the bank. We have a service offering that you'll find is very economical. Fees are often related to banking. You'll find that we have low or in many situations, no fees at all. And the reason for that is we, again, were started by businessmen and they basically said, these are the things that kind of bother us as businessmen working with banks. And so the focus has always been, let's shed ourselves of those things that are kind of thorns in you know, the side of business people. And then the other thing I'd say is along the lines of that, being a business bank, we have a significant amount of experience, especially on the business lending side. I've got six business lenders. I believe our average experience is about 25 years. That sets us apart in this marketplace. Outside of banking, what are some things or activities you like to do in your free time? About anything outdoors this time of the year. So I just recently took up snowshoeing, had never done that before. And I'm loving it because it keeps me outside and it's a good workout, but I love biking. I love running. I, I don't run as much today because the knees just aren't there as strong as they used to be. But anything outdoor, truly enjoy. Love sports, love college football, would prefer watching it in person. So from that aspect, yeah, I, I think like many people, you enjoy experiences. Michigan has got so much to offer. We love going to different areas of the state. We love going to visiting wineries or a brewery and sitting down. And you know, there's certain things that bring you there, but it's experience. It's the opportunity to meet different people from other parts of the state, frankly, other parts of the country. And, you know, and just, and then when you do that, you have fun conversations, you learn about people. So the experiences love to travel. Absolutely love to travel. We for years did all kinds of travel to national parks around the United States. The United States has got just so much to take in from an experience standpoint. And then as our my two children have gotten older. We've ventured out beyond the United States and have had an opportunity to have some fun in traveling to other parts of the world just to see different cultures and things like that. So I've really enjoyed doing that. And then probably what I enjoy the most, we've got a cabin up north and just spending time up there with family and friends. It's again, it's it's always a great experience. It's always been kind of my happy place. You know, I mentioned to you we lived in northern Michigan for seven years and 
thoroughly enjoyed it. So you could take me out of Northern Michigan, but you couldn't take the Northern Michigan out of me. So, so those are things we like to, you know, kind of like to do. If people are interested in learning more about yourself and First State Bank, what are some resources that people can go visit or go learn more about you guys? So the first place, again, we're right here. Our headquarters is in Saginaw. We're in the First State Bank Tower. It's a five-story building right on Fashion Square Boulevard. You can come in and visit us. Obviously, because of the pandemic, we are not as connected. So our branches are closed. They are open to drive-through. They're open to ATM service. If you do need to meet with a banker in the branch, you can call the branch and make an appointment. So they are by open by appointment only. And then we have we have five branches in total. So we've got the main office here. We've got a office in Midland. And then we've got another one in Saginaw out in the township, in Saginaw Township on State Street. And then we also have two in Bay City. So you can get a hold of our bankers, any one of our branch locations. And then the other thing I would tell you is firststate.bank. 1ststate.bank is our website, and you can go there. We try to provide resources. There's an education center out there. All of our people, our names, phone numbers, email addresses, you can go there and find out all kinds of information about the bank, other things that pertain to business and so forth. But you can also use that in terms of finding out how to contact us. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Mitt and Money. If you haven't already, please rate and review our podcast. Additionally, please subscribe so you don't miss when our new episodes drop. Thanks, Todd. All right. Thanks, William. Appreciate it. You've been listening to Mitt and Money, sponsored by TriStar Trust. Subscribe to the podcast and learn more about how William and the TriStar Trust team can guide your small business at TriStarTrust.com. <laughs>